the game. Of the game. Yes, coming up on this episode, we shall be discussing the talking points from the just concluded match the three in the UEFA in the UEFA Champions League. Yes, a Barcelona ready to cheat with the big boys. Are they ready to bamba? Yes, have we lost to Bayern Munich and Inter Milan? What are their chances of qualifying for the next stage of this season's UEFA Champions League? Yes, also on our menu for today, we shall be discussing Askepa Rizabaraga overtaking Edward Mendy as the number one first-choice goalkeeper at Chelsea Football Club. Coming up on this episode, we shall also be discussing if Kylian, if Ellingbos Holland win the Ballon d'Or before Kylian Mbappe. I remain your regular anchor, Hamid Abdelkarim, you can also call me football jurist. Yes, I'm joined on the show today by the context of Bamdedi Goodness, is it Franklin Ulisameka, Alabi Oluwatobi, and of course, Abdelatif Hashim. Yes, guys, without wasting much time, let's start with the talking points from the UEFA Champions League. Yes, let's start from the group of death. Yes. Let's talk about our Barcelona Football Club. I mean, Barcelona Football Club have just ganaged three points out of a possible nine in the first three games in the UEFA Champions League this season, which put their chances of qualifying to the next stage in a very precarious situation. Yes, let me start with Goody. I mean, Goody, you still fancy Barcelona qualifying out from this group. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do still fancy them qualifying out of the group, but like, I just feel like winning the next game will be very important for them because it will take the pressure pressure off um, the players, pressure off them getting, struggling to get the remaining points from the other matches. Once they get the, once they win the next game against Inter at Camp Nou, then they can kick it off from there. Then it will make things easier for them. I mean, yes, let me go to Franklin. I mean, Franklin, should they fail to get the three maximum points against Inter Milan? It might spell trouble for the Barcelona side. Definitely. I think it's obvious that they have to get the, the three points against Inter Milan because if they get those three points against Inter Milan, they, have, they will be on six points, same with Inter Milan. And they will still have the same games as Inter Milan because they will now have Bayern and Pleasant, which is leaving both sides on equal grounds. They definitely need to get those three points. I think people keep saying it's possible that they can miss out on the three points and still go through from that group. I think that is a very big risk that they should not take because against Bayern, nothing is setting against that Bayern team because that Bayern team is actually a very good team. I can't tell that game being confident of three points. And even though Pleasant is a team that everybody in that group have totally demolished, you can't come to that game being under the pressure of getting three points. They need to feel more confident going into all these games. And getting those three points against Inter will give them that much in their confidence. So they have to get those three points. And I think that they will get it. I, I think they will get it. I think they will still be able to finish second in that group. Yes, I mean, I think uh, Woody and Franklin have expressed their optimism that Barcelona are going to get through out of this group. I mean, so let's go to the, main, uh, the next talking points. I mean, Toby, Barcelona have lost against the two big opposition they've come up against this season. They lost to Bayern Munich and they lost to Inter Milan. And it raises the question, are these Barcelona, yes, are this, this set of, is this set of Barcelona squad, yes, are they ready to kill the big boys? 
Uh, they're already chilling with the big boys now. They're on top of the table in their league. So I, I feel like they're ready to chill with the big boys. But then, like you just asked, <laughs> having, having lost two games against um, Bayern Munich and Inter Milan, they're ready to be really... Inter Milan is a depressed big boy currently. I you can't even say that as a big boy. So I feel like it's only Bayern Munich they've lost a game against with a big boy. We categorized as a big boy currently. And kudos to, kudos to Barcelona. I mean, there is... There are a couple of teams, a handful of teams you mentioned currently that will be able to go past Bayern Munich without hiccups, honestly. So losing to Bayern Munich is something that was expected. I, I didn't expect Barcelona to do any miracle. But then we can't say for sure. We can't measure how good they have been against the big teams for sure. It's so early, it's so early in the league. They play just Bayern Munich. And I can't say for sure. Yes, Ashim, I mean, do you, Ashim, do you also share the same sentiment that it's too early to judge the Barcelona side? Yes, uh, I very much agree with uh, Toby. Yeah. Inter Milan is not a big team. Inter Milan, so I think they're going to be Inter Milan won the cha- yes, they won the Scudetto two seasons ago. What are you saying? Like right now, right now. Like, honestly, how do you mean right now? The kids say they last season. How do you mean right now? Yeah, they're a big team. Inter Milan are a big team. There's a reason why. There's a reason why. Yeah, you, you may proceed. Hello. I'm with you. You may proceed. Okay, um, I feel um, Barcelona. Okay. Barcelona, they are not really okay. in Barcelona. It might be a big thing for Hello. Yeah, I think I can get Ashim. Yes, uh, Franklin, yeah, you're saying something. I mean, what, what, what the hell am I hearing on this group? <laughs> Sorry, on this episode, rather, in terms of the big team. Uh, Franklin, I think. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Franklin, you may proceed. I'm still here. Well, yes, you may, you may I proceed. Yes, I, I think in Milan we see the class the big team because if you are looking at the best three teams in, see make that make that number. So there is no reason calling them not a big pride in the league. But it doesn't really remove them from being a big team in the league. And they have still done well so far in the Champions League up to they were not totally destroyed by fire and not a stellar performance, but they had their own against the Barcelona team that can actually score you three when they are in the game or something like that. So I think they will see they are still yeah, yeah, I think Franklin is so struggling with the network. Goody. As a big team, I don't understand the recent. Oh, 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 all right, let me go. Okay, uh, Goody, are you with me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Let's talk. Yes, let's go to another group, another interesting group. Yes, the group that has uh, AC Milan, uh, Chelsea Football Club, um, Salzburg. <laughs> I mean, let's go back to that game. I mean, AC Milan. Serie High, defending champions, and they got lost. I mean, and they lost to Chelsea in such such, such manner. I mean, uh, were you shocked by the result? It was, it was it was catastrophic. It was it was embarrassing because as 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 a as a football fan, it was sad to see because it was so bad. They played so bad. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's, not, it's not fit for a Champions League game to be honest. On this Milan's part, because I expected better. Expected better from 
the champions of Syria are common. Even with their injury, the list of injuries they have, I expected them to come out and compete at least. Even though not, maybe not particularly win, but compete. Well, but I, I believe the um, and hope you will be able to shed some light as to why. Yeah, yeah. As to why it went the way it went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toby, you had the floor. I mean, how on earth? How did that happen? I mean, we are both in the dark. We are all in the dark as to how it happened. There is no light in our own end of our tunnel either. So everybody's in the dark on how it happened. Uh, well, I just like to chip in a little thing for what Goody has said. Goody said, um, yeah, like I spoke my mind. The performance was disastrous, actually. It was a disaster class. It's not my words. Um, the, 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 I, it felt like they were doing so well in the first 15 minutes and all of a sudden, Benassar started making some foolish mistakes and the, the same crumbled. Well, oh, I, I don't want to bring in too many excuses as to the injuries, the ads. It's not it's nobody's problem, actually. But then I do hope going forward they don't see these kind of performances again because it's not befitting of the Champions League, like they said. It was a poor team performance all around. Kudos to Chelsea. Chelsea were not that brilliant also, but kudos to them. They got the job done. I mean, to me, I mean, Salzburg, Salzburg have picked nine maximum points out of this group. It's similar now. Oh, yeah, sorry, they have five points. Oh, yeah, they have five points. Yes, Toby, Chelsea will be visiting the San Siro come next weekend. Yeah, come next week. A similar cannot afford to lose back to back games. Honestly, chances are bleak. Yeah, they are very, they are very slim. Milan is currently battling a crisis, an injury crisis. I mean, the right wing is dead, like we all saw. The first and second choices in the right wing department, right back department is out. The right wingers are also out. So the right wing is dead. Tio Hernandez is struggling. He's also injured. Mike Megan is also injured. I, I really don't see how it's similar to get out of this mess. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe a miracle or something. We are missing Juventus over the weekend. And Chelsea, it's it's but, a but hell of a run, actually. So I don't know. Yes, in the league, how come are they struggling in the Champions League? Last season, they also AC Milan have not been doing well in the league. AC Milan has not been doing well in the league. AC Milan has been doing well in the league. Yes, we've been doing well. Lost Napoli before Empoli. That was just two games before. And now we have injuries now. We have injuries to contend. Before the injuries to contend with, they were doing well in the Champions League. But now, they need to contend with. I just hope they can rally around themselves and get something out of the group. But I still feel like they have, they have a solid chance to qualify. If they get a point from Chelsea, get a point from Salzburg, and get three points from Zagreb. That would be enough. Nine points should be hmm. fine to qualify. Um, um, time. I, I strongly uh, want them to finish as table toppers, honestly. Uh, uh, it's not permutation. I just want them to I, I strongly want them to finish as table toppers. But I'm being realistic here. I the chances are very okay. Which okay. I want you to come out and say broadly we didn't qualify to this group. So be... <laughs> I, I just told you the chances are still but they were we they we <laughs> oh no! Will they qualify, Toby? The only way they will qualify is if miraculously <laughs> you give us a right swinger, because Leo Leo cannot do everything. Giroud Giroud is easily marked out, so I don't know. So you are telling me that this the chances are slim. Origi, Origi has been injured also; just recovered. Oh, wow! And is there too. I'm sure. Huh. Uh, uh, Fra- just recovered also. Uh, Franklin, we similar qualified for this group. I think they have to. I, I think they will. 
But it, I think it majorly depends on whether Salzburg is going to beat Dynamo Zagreb in that second leg. If Salzburg beat Dynamo Zagreb in that second leg, then it has to be Chelsea or AC Milan because that is what it has to be. Because I think I feel like one of Chelsea or AC Milan will still draw points to Dynamo Zagreb. They feel like a team that I can beat because I feel like Chelsea are not in their best form when they made Dynamo Zagreb. But they are still a team that can give you a lot of troubles even when you are in your best shape and your best form. So they need Salzburg to draw points against Dynamo Zagreb, certainly. But if Salzburg get those three points against Dynamo Zagreb, this is over for one of them, certainly. Mm. Who team is it over for? Is Milan or Chelsea? Is Milan or Chelsea? I, I think... I think the second leg is still going to be tough. I know people are complaining about how AC Milan have a lot of injury issues and how it's affected their game. And it looks like it was an easy win for Chelsea 3-0 because I feel like in the second half, we are much better than them. But if they had that equaliser ending of that first half, it would have been 1-1 and it would have been anywhere that would have, that would have ended in a draw or anything creepy would have happened and Chelsea would have lost. In this kind of games are really open. Uh, Chelsea can go and draw points against AC Milan. I'm not really very much confident about it. But just hoping that we don't do. But it's similar to have the players that can watch chess, even if it is just Rafaelia, is it enough to, for you to get three points? All right, yes. I mean, Woody, if you say you don't contribute, I mean, what's, your, what do you, what's your take? Uh, I already contributed initially, but like, um, I, I, I don't expect them to qualify from the group, sure. So I'm just I'm just I'm just being realistic to be honest. Because with what they showed against Chelsea, come on, it was it was it was the only shining light was Diawa. He played the he played the he, he was decent in the game, but like aside that, he, the entire team was just poor and bad. So I don't expect them. I don't know. I'll be shocked if they qualify from the group. Oh, wow. I mean, I mean, I mean, Toby, don't you take these paints as Serie A in the bad light that the Premier Champions? Oh, the Serie A will not be making out of this group. Should that happen? I mean, it doesn't put Serie in the bad light. Like, if anything, Serie is, is, is in the right light. They, <laughs> they, they have always been in the bad light. And now the police is bringing them out of the bad light to the good light. Milan, we're doing quite well with the injury settings. I mean, I can say categorically, no team will do... They will, will even manage to play against Chelsea with five of their key starters out. First and second players were out, see. So I, I don't think Sierra is going to be in the bad league. It's totally understandable. But then I expected that they qualify because they are champions of the Serie A. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ashima, are you with us? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think Ashima is not with us. So yeah, let's talk Tripping about... In. All right, let's talk about Chelsea Football Club. Yes, let's talk about the goalkeeping situation at Chelsea Football Club. Yes, <laughs> before the start of the season, if you told me that this was going to be a talking point a few months to the start of the season, I would have said no. But now here we have Graham Potter on board and with the warring form of Edward Mendy, Kepa Ariza Balaga has been given a lifeline by the new manager, Graham Potter. And in the last two games, yes, in the UEFA Champions League, Kepa Arizabalaga was in goal. Against Crystal Palace over the weekend, Kepa Arizabalaga was also in goal. And this has raised the question whether Edward Mendy 
has lost his place to Pepper Ariza Baraga. Yes, let me bring in the number one Chelsea fan on sport analysis for football. I mean, Franklin. I mean, Franklin. Where are we at as regards the goalkeeping situation at Chelsea Football Club? I think your whole intro just highlighted it. It looks like it's only bad for Mendy, but Mendy has been injured during the whole period that Kepa has been starting. This was this is the first game Mendy was on the bench when Kepa was starting. But obviously, looking at it right now, I feel like Kepa still has a, a major shot at that number one shirt right now. And well, Potter is not trying to change a lot because Kepa has not been bad in the three games he has kept. So he's just trying not to shake up a lot of things. And from what he's looking like, Kepa is good, better with his leg. And Mendy has not really been in the best form. So he's just he's just rolling with it. Kepa is better right now. Kepa is better right now. And there's no need to change him. So it's not like he has any number one. I don't I don't think he wants to be disturbed about who is number one. He's going to keep starting Kepa except something crazy happens. It's just how it is. And Mendy will just hope that he gets his chance again and prove that he's better than Kepa. But I say this thing again, it's better for Chelsea that Kepa is performing more than Mendy is performing because Mendy is rejecting that new contract. Mendy wants a higher pay. And Kepa still has like three years or so left in his contract. It will be, it's, it's better for Chelsea if Mendy doesn't renew and Kepa actually becomes good. So, but we can't keep wishing that Kepa becomes good. We have seen him being bad a lot of times, except the miracle happens and it becomes good. But it will be better for Chelsea business-wise if Kepa actually becomes very good and they will not have to they will not need to renew this contract. I mean, I mean uh, Goody, I mean, consider the alternatives of, of Franklin. Uh, yes, if I say that Franklin is pretty on behalf of Chelsea fans, I mean, it seems Chelsea fans are confident that Pepper can redeem himself. Hey, is, is that a question for me? Because I think the next question of when you were asked. Is it Goody you said? Yeah. Mm. Yes, now Okay. <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's justified for him to take Mendy's place right now. Because even before he went for the, he went on injury, he was <laughs> a lot of mistakes with his feet when, like, playing out of the back. I think against Leeds, he made one, he made one terrible, it was it was horrific, one terrible mistake like that. So, like, replacing him with Kepa and Kepa has been performing. There's no need to drop him so like I don't know uh, I still feel like uh, Mendy has a, like is a better goalkeeper but like these days um, coaches want a player your keepers to play with their feet and Kepa is obviously better than Mendy with that so like yeah I feel yeah, Mendy has not lost his place it's just Kepa has been performing it's like what happened with uh, what's it called Martinez and Leno it's not like Menno lost this place. It's just that Martinez was performing even when he went on injury and all this thing. So it's just that's what you want from your goalkeepers. Someone to challenge for them to challenge each other, make each other better, I guess. Hmm. I, I mean, <laughs> would you finally find a way to bring us into this? Well, well done. You're very good job. I mean, Toby. I mean, what is happening? What is happening with Mendy? I mean, this was a keeper that was named as the UEFA goalkeeper of the year just two seasons ago. I'm not saying nothing is happening with Mendy. I'm not saying so. I don't know so bad as you are making it sound. Out. Like Franklin, as Franklin said, Mendy has been injured despite um a couple of low ebbs. He has been injured and just recovered from injury. This is, huh? 
it, it seems he's about to use his place to keep Paris the Balaga. No, it's not going it's to be just one game. It's, it's just one game no, since he has the cover from injury. Of course, there's um, news that Graham Potter is willing to give. Let me arrive to where that news came from. They asked, they asked Potter who is going to be number one. He just said he's not deciding on who is number one. And considering Mendy has been number one, the news just came out from that place that Mendy has lost his spot as number one. All those talks are retired newspaper talks, but from the way it's looking like, Kepa is going to be the keeper right now, starting goalkeeper, except something crazy happened. There's no reason for you to just take Kepa back to the bench and start Mendy. It's not like Mendy has any better right to be that number one and all that. But one thing is certain, Mendy is not the automatic number one for Chelsea right now from the news, but doesn't make Kepa the number one, really. That's just it. They will be number one, frankly. This is just politics. You guys have been diplomatic. <laughs> who is number one? Be diplomatic, who do I want to be number one? <laughs> Nobody's number one. <laughs> well, not... Nobody's number one. That is it for me. It's, it's different from when you, when you look at a club like Man City and you know that the number one clearly is Ederson. Is Ederson and the number one for Liverpool is Alisson. But no Chelsea fan is going to conveniently tell you that right now he, uh, Kepa is number one because Mendy has been injured throughout and Mendy has just had one game back. So you understand why the coach will not want to just automatically put Mendy back when Kepa has not really shown that he's not up for the job. Okay, so it's just what it is. Kepa has that respect. So if, he's still one of the highest paid players at Chelsea. So if Kepa so you understand the next all those game, for next two games, would you conclude that he's not the number one? I'll, I'll never conclude that he's number one, except he starts making mistakes. Hey, see, see what makes you believe the keeper is number one. Like when Mendy was making mistakes, the coach did not still change Mendy. Was he starting Mendy? That is how to me a number one. And when Alex made, makes a mistake, his sister's in the next game. That is how to know that this goalkeeper is your number one. But if Kepa makes a mistake instantly uh, and he gets subbed in the next game and he and Mendy enters for the next game, it means that he's not the number one. It just means that he's the goalkeeper keeping for the meantime. That is just how to know number ones. Number ones, they play the next game even when they make mistakes because coaches still trust them to be that their number one goalkeeper. Okay, Toby. I, I totally agree with what Franklin has said because um the coach the number one goalkeeper is who could who the coach trust more. And I feel like this keeper room is coming out because um, Mendy has refused to extend his stay his contract with Chelsea. So I think this this is just a, an antic of the media to settle Mendy and push shove Kepa down our throat. But honestly, I feel like Kepa is still number one. All right, guys, let's move. Hello, uh, blessing. I don't forget me for you. What are these Okay, okay, all right. What do you have to say about the goalkeeper situation at Chelsea Football Club? No, no, just, just move on, just move on. They will say everything already. Just, just move on, just move on. Okay. We'll not waste time. Okay, who's your number one? If you're Graham Potter, Edward Mendy or Kepa is a Balaga? Ah, uh, currently I will go for Kepa because I think Kepa still knows how to use his feet well than Mendy. But I think Mendy is Mendy is number one, Sha. Because he has been one keeping for, for all this while and he just injury. So I think Mendy will take his place back. Oh, and like the, the, the likes of contract issue and blah, 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 blah. So I think that should be the another another factor. Sure. But I think Mendy just is, is the main number one. But me, I would prefer Kepa and Go. But I mean, I'm not a Chelsea fan, sure. just me. <laughs> 
Yes, let's talk about Enigma to Holland. I mean, guys, you know, when you mention Cristiano Ronaldo, then you have to mention Lionel Messi. Yes, and it seems whenever you mention Kian Mbappe, you have to mention Eric Bot Holland. Kian and Eric Bot Holland, yes. This guy, 33 months to his Manchester City's career, he has back three hat tricks. He only needed, he only needed four hat tricks in the colors of Borussia Dortmund. I mean, with the performances, with the incredible performances of the Norwegian, some are tipping him to win the Ballon d'Or ahead before Kylian Mbappe does. And we know Kylian Mbappe used to be ahead of the curve. So, and so I want to take, I want to have, a, I want to have a take on this issue at hand. Do you think with with Elibot Holland playing for a British like Manchester City, having the chances to win the big glories at the UEFA Champions League? Yes, and of course the league title in the yeah, the league title in England. If, are you guys also feel that Ireland will win the Ballon d'Or before Kylian Mbappe? Let me bring it. Yes, let me start with Ashim. Ashim, who wins the Ballon d'Or first? Ellingbot, Holland, or Kylian Mbappe? Or you, or you feel neither of them will not win the Ballon d'Or? Uh, 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 I think starting the one of them will definitely win, and, or even two of themselves. But I think Ballon d'Or these days is just based on whoever is winning the Champions League because so they will continue continue bagging goals and they'll continue scoring and scoring and scoring. But whoever makes or whoever wins the UEFA Champions League, he will definitely win the Ballon d'Or first. But currently, I think if Alan continues like this for the next two years, I think he will definitely win it now or next season. Mm. But everything still depends on who wins the Champions League. Would you who was it first? Alan or Mbappe? Uh, uh honestly, I I I don't want to say I don't want to decide because honestly, so them are they are they are actually convincing me, but I think I'll go for Ireland at this rate you with this team. The team is playing the team is playing in um Manchester City. I think I'll go for Ellen Ireland. All right, yes, good. Uh I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I'll just have to put like because I I I I I prefer Mbappe to Alan. So I'd like to say Mbappe will win more because like um, if he's able to like do things with his what if they go on the same rate at club level and then then it falls to country to be able to determine who wins the Ballon d'Or. Then Mbappe has the edge. So I'd like to. I'd like to say Mbappe will probably yeah win it before before um, Alan does. Um, I'd like to say Mbappe. Yeah, I think all these stocks are really just let's keep watching and, and see because the Ballon d'Or is not even close by. I remember when Neymar came to the stage and everyone was predicting he's going to win the Ballon d'Or. But yeah. people keep giving yeah. up giving the excuse of maybe because Messi and Ronaldo are winning. But if you check right now. There have been three times where it is not Messi and Ronaldo that in the forefront of it. The year that Modric won, the year that Lewandowski should have won, and the year that this year that Benzema is about to win it. All these are circumstances when. Yes, we proceed, Neymar, I say, is in be surprised that these players you are mentioning right now will not even win that Ballon d'Or. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking, I say, we'll see be surprised that these 
players you are mentioning will not even be close to winning this Ballon d'Or when it's time. We still have players like Vinicius, who's in a better club in terms of winning Champions League. So, 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 so you, we can. Oh, so Nidia Mbappe, sorry, Nidia Mbappe. No, I, I, I say, I say there is a chance that they might not even be winning it. I, I know they are very good players, but it's possible. We have seen Neymar do it, and Neymar was really kind of more hype than these two players. You will okay. Are you saying Nedan and Mbappe not have the winning? Just say it confidently. Nobody can say that confidently. Am I is dumb? I'm just enlightened to you the fact that this talk is just trying to uh, just gaslight. If you have to pick one, which one? If I have to pick one, I think I'll go with Mbappe. I've, I've not seen uh, Haaland play this season fit. If he does it, yeah, uh, maybe. But right now, I've seen Mbappe dominate for a few seasons completely. So I'll go with Mbappe. Uh, I told you, I know that I'm just bringing him. Yes, yes. Hey, you know, I mean, to be. You know, Mbappe or Hellenberg. Hold on. Neymar Jr. This one. Are you on drugs? I'm, I'm not on drugs. <laughs> my own opinion. How you just leave the imagine out of it and be asking me killing about piano? Nema is like 31 years old, so it's like maybe not out of the discussion. Nema Junior is going to win before then. He's not saying I'm Nema won't win it. I think just asking we will face. Yes, I know. I, I totally, I totally, I totally, I totally, I totally got him. I'm just trying to bring in. On a lighter note, mm-hmm. uh, well, Mbappe is going to be Mbappe for me because honestly, none of us on this podcast <laughs> can say I've seen Alan scoring a outside of the box goal five times or six occasions. Alan, does, Alan, Alan is just a fox in the box, honestly. And for Alan, for Alan to win, for Alan to win this thing, they will need to win the Champions League. I just want to mention, I just want to mention that like this, all of us are picking Mbappe. It is certain. No, all of us. Who are, who are all of you? Nah, Alan doing it first. <laughs> <laughs> no, the only way Alan is to win his first. The only way Alan is to win his first is to win in Champions League, because all, all Alan does, eh? all Alan does is just happens. No, no, it doesn't matter. Box, it, box, it, it, box goals. But it's not a Chelsea player that won the Ballon d'Or. So it's possible the club that won the Champions League will not win the Ballon d'Or. It depends on also how dominant you as a player is. Who won the Champions uh, Ballon d'Or? The Chelsea won the Champions League. I think Lewandowski was the favorite to win it also. So you see. And even it starts now at 12. Okay, yeah, we proceed with Franklin. No, I'm just Franklin saying that it necessarily doesn't mean that if you win the Champions League, you win the Ballon d'Or. Let me say a less popular team wins the Champions League, and that maybe Haaland is dominant, maybe in just the Premier League. He still has a great shot at winning the Ballon d'Or. Yes. Oh, I told you, you were saying something that, I mean, not that Haaland has not done anything spectacular, he has only been scoring top in. I, I, I didn't say he has not done anything spectacular. I said we can struggle to mention five goals around that score from outside the box in his career. I'm just tripping this in as a point that, as a point of reference. To now. me, going with Mbappe going and where Mbappe is going to win it. This is my case. You don't, you, don't, you don't tell me how to put my case forward. This is my own case. You <laughs> put your own case forward. This is my you own know, case. I for Mbappe. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So, like I was saying, uh, hey, Mbappe is the better player. So, Mbappe is going to win it before Alan. I don't care what you guys are going to say. You guys should listen to my own case. Alan, yeah, he's a good player, but he doesn't score goals from outside the box. 
inside the box. It's just a fuck. Oh God of mercy. I mean, I'm not dismissing the fact that goals are goals, but I want to see players score spectacular goals from outside the box also. Drive things, run around and stuff. What, what are you saying? Well, it's also so, depends on the position they play. Not, like, not, I mean, Ibappe plays number nine also, but he's not the type of number nine. He's not fox in the box number nine. He's not fox in the box. Haaland is just... Ibappe a, plays on the wing more than Haaland plays on the wing. Now, you expect wingers to score outside the box goal than strikers. But when, Mbappe, but when Mbappe plays on the yeah. nine, Mbappe is more mobile than Haaland is mobile than the nine. I, 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 when Haaland scored like 70 goals in a season and Mbappe is scoring 30 goals in a season, nobody in his right senses to come and start checking and <laughs> 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 outside but, the box. But, but Haaland is move, move Mbappe to 9 today. Like, he can actually finish a season with 50 goals. That is just... He, he, he's going to finish a season with 50 goals, probably this season actually, because all he just does is score. And that is just his job. And, uh, Okay, all right, guys. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do it. So, in terms of ghosts, when it comes to Banondo Holly, this, yes, this takes me to another question. I mean, I did see a tweet where someone said that no one has the problem with Holland scoring tapings, but everyone had a problem with Ronaldo scoring tapings. How true is that? Nobody has problems with Ronaldo scoring tapings. It's just City, Ronaldo, and Messi discussion. Yes, maybe someone prefers Messi to Ronaldo and people are just like saying considering the type of goal Messi scores and what type of goals Ronaldo scores we will still raise Ronaldo for the number of goals he scores now we still see all the hypes about Ronaldo now this is another even major discussion because this thing goes down straight to Messi Ronaldo discussion yes, it's now. just it's to it's the really goal discussion to the goal discussion we are, we are not just discrediting to the goal discussion, we are not just discrediting the type of goals Ronaldo and Messi score. We are also discrediting maybe how creative Ronaldo is compared to how creative yeah, Messi yeah, yeah. is. I'm agreeing. So that. I'm agreeing. Yeah. Yeah. Like to the goal discussion, you, nobody's calling Alan the goal that, oh, is the greatest thing. Is the, nobody's yeah, saying yeah. that. Yeah, nobody's saying that for him. So like, these, people are just using that to like build agenda. It's not and really uh, and I don't think social media engagement and social media yeah, platforms. But Haaland has scored 175 goals at the age of 22. Messi and Ronaldo, in comparison, scored 40, 50. Around, around that line, at the age of 22. So, so I, just, I, I, I thought I should... I just thought I should achieve this in. What's, what's your point? Thought. What's your point? Foot for thought. Foot for thought. Yeah, just say it now. I say it now. Haaland is winning first. Just say it now. Make I forgive you. Haaland is going to win by the first before Mbappe. Honestly, that's what I feel. Haaland is going to win before Mbappe. Okay, it's better because if all of us speak in Mbappe, now we have your cost in this podcast, <laughs> guys. Don't so, have me on record though, but everybody knows, everybody no. knows I like Mbappe more than no, Holland. Though. We have your record, though. we have your record. All of us can't speak Mbappe. Holland, that Holland will win the Ballon d'Or before Mbappe, guys. That's been a wonderful yes episode with you guys. This is where we shall be joining the talkings on this episode of Sport Analysis Network Football. Do not forget the sports analysis network for both sand for yes, as it is alternative as it is uh, alternatively called, yes, docked every Friday, 5 p.m. Nigerian time. You can join us on social media, Twitter and tweet at sand and capital letters on Facebook, sport analysis network is the name, and on Instagram, sport analysis network is the name. Do enjoy your weekend. Au revoir. Can you feel-